It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22, the Puppet Master Mark, driving us into the nether regions of all things feminazi, along with Candice, the ultimate feminist, Queen of the Ethiopians, and Herbert the Silent Deer stares on blankly, face of shock he made the night the truck hit him. Candace, today is International Women's Day. Am I right on that? That is correct. International yep. Women's Day. I don't mm-hmm. know if they've told the girls in Sudan, but uh, here in America, where you all are enjoying this first world luxury of being a female, um, you get to bitch about some things today because you're a woman. And by God, Lisa Page, you're a woman. <laughs> last time I checked, yes. <laughs> when is the last time you checked? How does one check to see if they are a woman? That's what I want to know. That is the that don't answer that. We want to keep it G, rated G. I no, we don't. Do we? I know. Uh-huh. I Do know we? how I check to see if I'm a man. Uh, I have that standard issue mediocre Caucasian wiener, and that is uh, that is all me. That is all me. That might be uh, some kind of harassment lawsuit, but I'm talking to Lisa. Party foul, Steve. Hey. Yep. You're yep. a man. You're a dude. Yep. Every day. Yep. I'm happy to be a dude. I love women. I, just, I, I think women are better than men. Sarah, I think that... Um, I tend to agree. I, I think that you guys... And that's not... People say I'm kissing up when I say stuff like that. I, and maybe I am a little, but I love women. I couldn't get by in life without women. Look, I got, mm-hmm. I got, a, I got a, a, three daughters. I've been married a couple times. I've got mother-in-laws. I've got a mother. i got so much estrogen in my life, I'm in cycle with them. <laughs> Right. At this stage. Yes. Right. Like me yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I have Steve's wife. I've got Allison. Everybody knows Allison. Uh, I have you in my life. I've got, you're my work wife. Yes. Um, we got to keep you, you men in check. Yeah. So. Well, y'all birth babies. Well, and that's what I was going to say is God gave us the ability to actually birth. Yeah. Everyone in this world. And then you, and then once you do it, you want to do it again. Well. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's your duty. I, you know, we have clouded that's judgment a different sometimes. Hole, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Duty. Uh, but that's that's uh, that's something that I just it don't is. get. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm well. You know, well, I'm I'm into the sleep deprivation of having a five month old. So at this moment, I don't get it either. If I knew what sex was going to do to me and my body, mm-hmm. and what I was going to have to produce at the end of forty weeks, I would never have sex. But I just wouldn't do it. It's interesting though because you we do know that that is what happens. Yeah, because that is a conversation we can have later. So International Women's Day, I want to talk about this crazy thing called feminism, which I, which I'm a feminist, right? But I'm not one of these crazy third wave nut job feminists. Yeah, first and second waves, great. Yeah, no problems with it. Led to great things. Women's right to vote. Uh-huh. Women being equal in the workplace. I'm totally against suffrage. have you seen those polls that they go out on the street and ask people say are you for women's suffrage and they're like totally against it (laughs) 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 i love liberals hate women's suffrage awful but it's we're celebrating women today yes right yeah Yeah, now forget the fact that there's twenty-seven thousand genders out there by the way american airlines now has four categories They've got uh, male, female, um, unspecified, and undisclosed. For what? For when your you, gender, like when, when you're you booking click a flight. your ticket. Okay, you're booking a flight. 
which mm. somewhere in there, TSA and Homeland Security ought to have a problem with that. Uh, you would Cause, think. Because I want to know what you're packing in your pants. You would mm. think. That's right. That will because come it up. Could be, it could be a razor blade. I it don't will know. come up. Yeah. yeah. It, will, it, will, it will come up. It, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. So anyway. Someone's going to claim discrimination. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of philosophical problems is with flying on an airplane without disclosing your gender. I, I think. I mean, not, not the least of which is things like human trafficking, right? I think you should have to identify yourself, who you are, what you are, not undisclosed or unspecified. I, I, think, you, I think you should be able They ask your child, like if you're, if you're flying with a child uh-huh. and you show your child's passport or whatever, the, the TSA agent is supposed to ask your child, how old are you? What's your name? And you can't answer right. as a parent because right. they're guarding against human trafficking. Right. Okay. So these are these are kind of things. But today we're celebrating women. And women, let me just say that a women's march with the vagina hats is a terrible place to try to pick up chicks. They are <laughs> so say. pissed off at me and my standard issue mediocre Caucasian wiener. They and they've never met either one, me or the wiener. They haven't. Never. Well, that's I'm glad to hear that, Chad. Yes. Hey, um, <laughs> men. I'm going to talk to you, men. First of all, on Women's Day. Got a million reasons to be stressed out these days. Stressing out about your male pattern baldness and receding hairline doesn't have to be one of them. Uh, here's the good news. Keeps can help you. Keeps offers the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but they're the generic version, so you only pay about half the cost. It's a great deal. And one more thing you're going to love about Keeps, you do it right there online on the interwebs that's right answer a few questions they're very easy snap some pictures of your hair licensed doctor is going to review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you and then it's shipped discreetly to your door so don't make trips to the doctor or the drugstore when you can do it online and do it for less you can sit right on your couch and get yourself started with a special discount go to keeps k-e-e-p-s dot com slash loss they'll give you 50 percent off your first order of hair loss treatments that's keeps.com slash loss we're gonna talk about women hang tight so I'm I'm sitting here with a with a um, <coughs> a lap full of stuff that Candace has quite provided. a lot. Candace is a great feminist, um, but she's the she? first thing that she gave me from the swaddle.com. That should tell you everything. <laughs> everything. The com. Marriage is an inherently unfeminist institution. You like being married, don't you? I love being married. Do you? I do. Well, I love your husband. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd want to live with him. Um, well, here, here, but I don't know, know that I want to live with any man. Right. But the thing about my husband, uh, which I'm thinking about as I'm reading this marriage as an an in, inherently unfeminist institution is that they couldn't be more wrong when it comes to my house. I mean, I no, I know who's in charge at your house, right? But mm-hmm. I think that honestly, I think that that's the way that it is in a lot of homes because traditionally the woman is in charge of the home, and that's not because I'm oppressed or anything like that. It's just because that's just that's in my blood. That's who I am. I'm I I I birthed the babies. I'm raising the babies, 
and everything that comes along with it in the home. Yeah. You're so, the neck that turns the head kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just like that. And I think that there are a lot of women who find themselves in that situation, not because I, that's my only role or because I feel, you know, like I'm being pressured to do that. But that's just who I am. It's a part of me. Bobbed hair, bossy wives and women preachers. That's what's wrong I mean, with the world right there. Yeah. Well, my mom <laughs> has some. My mom has something to say about yeah, that. Yeah. I'll talk to your mama. Uh, that. That in and of itself, though, you, you, you hit the nail on the head because this uh, article says the orange, origins of marriage, it looked at women as property. That's just... I don't have a problem with that. Right. But <laughs> listen, though. Well, that's why we say, that's my wife. I, so like, I the have, origins of... I mean, if you look at the origins of anything, you're going to find something that you don't like now. Everybody was somebody's property at some point right. in time. I mean, I mean that was the, the whole origins, deal. Yeah. So, um, my, my thing is, what do you want, right? What do you want? The, these folks out here who write articles like this, mm-hmm. what do you want? Do you, you don't want to be married? Then don't be married. Right. I mean, that's, that's a deal. So, don't do it. Right. Um, you don't want to feel like somebody's property. Well, then don't let yourself be somebody's property. You're not livestock. Right. You're not being bought and sold. You're not being, we don't, we don't live in, in some place where I got to trade a bunch of cows in order to get the, the, the chief's daughter. Right. Right. And that still happens. It does still happen. And, it, and it, it's, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think a lot of people are so, they're in this bubble in the United States where they think that uh, being oppressed is not having free tampons in the women's bathroom. Yeah. And it's like, no, there is actually real oppression of women still going there on. Is. Why it, don't you focus your energy on that? So years ago, I had this, Lisa, I had this, this video I used to have. It was back when it was on like reel to reel stuff, mm-hmm. uh, like a decade ago, back in the ancient days. <laughs> uh, and it was, a, it was a film. It was a great illustration of uh it was put out by the mormon church glenn i'm sure seen it um he probably produced the damn thing but it was about a guy in a in a in a deal where uh he wanted he fell in love with the chief's daughter and the chief only wanted two cows for and he gave eight cows she was an eight cow woman and the chief was like this is too much for her and he's like that's what she's worth to me so so and so it was an illustration of christ's Mm -hmm. redemption right and and so that was the whole thing. So so Sarah, you're an eight cow woman. Oh, I'm telling you, Lisa, you're an eight cow. Candace, you're an eight Kate, cow woman. Thank you. I mean, yes. why not ten though? I know. Yeah, don't tell Peta. <laughs> right. What's the, what's the ratio? How many goats to every cow? <laughs> How many goats equal one cow? Probably yeah. four goats to a cow. Yeah, so um, probably eight goats to a cow. Um, true <laughs> equality in marriage isn't possible. Uh, is, is what they say. That's BS. Yeah. Um, you, you've got, let me, let me just jump in. In a study of feminist heterosexual marriages, um, researchers found that five types of vigilant behaviors were engaged in by couples. And the extent to which they adhered to progressive values defined their happiness and determined division of labor in the household. Most of the couples practiced three behaviors they said help establish equality in their marriage. Critique of gender injustices in which the couples reported engaging in dialogue about pop culture, Lisa, and societal gender norms. Public acts of equality in which they demonstrated equality by keeping different last names or making financial decisions equally in self as well as family interests. Support of wives' activities in which the husbands positively reinforced their wives' professional and personal goals. Fewer couples reported engaging in the other two behaviors, which is reflective assessment or monitoring their individual contributions to the marriage, as such, uh, such as equal distribution of childcare and housework. And emotional involvement, which is engaging in effective verbal communication. Uh, 
that's a bunch of crap. I, I mean, yeah. that, it's, I like, who think, I like, I'm just trying to figure out what side of the bed to sleep on. <laughs> yeah. One closest to the door. Do, yeah. I mean, do I, do I put the lid up, put the lid down? What, I, like, put I don't, them, put who gets down. this far verbal engagement? Well, and you see what, you know, uh, how great it is for this person. I'm sure that I'm sure if they're in a marriage, which I bet that they're not, I'm sure their love life is very, very happy. Women are the marital partners responsible. They are the marital partners responsible for family's emotional intimacy, uh, for adapting their sexual desires to their husbands, for monitoring the relationship and resolving conflict from a subordinate position and for being as independent as possible without threatening their husband's status that's right that's way too much work that's way too much look do you love do you love the person do you want to spend your life with them are Are, like it great are your sexual desires being fulfilled at home oh my gosh oh my gosh (laughs) wow well that's sad that's That's just really right no but all of this that you're talking about what average couple is like divvying up emotional responsibility responsibilities yeah. yeah like how are you reflecting your sexual desires with your husband onto your kids so they know that you're emotionally stable to keep the home life good and everybody's on the same playing field like that this is just way too much work right yeah. uh, i'm dad i just beat the kids <laughs> i just whip them i just come in piss on the seat whip the kids oh. eat dinner put my feet up in the lazy boy <laughs> go to sleep snore I'm at a point. So, so here's what they don't take into account. The older we get, I'm 48 years old. The older we get, mm-hmm. our, our hormones start to change. Right. Like I'm full of estrogen right now. That's yeah. my belly. That's yep. my dad bod. That, I'm full of estrogen. Somewhere you cross paths with, with your wife in the hallway. Her estrogen jumps off on you. Your testosterone jumps off on her. You're used to going, yeah, and she's used to going, ah, and now I'm going, ah, just bring me something to eat. I'm at the bring me something stage of life, right? <laughs> well, that is quite sexist naps. of you. Quite yeah, you sexist bring of you. Sandwich. <laughs> yeah, nobody shows up. Um, that, but you're right. This is hard. Yeah. This is, this is what women want, though, apparently. It's not. It's not what women no, want. It's, it's what yeah. women who majored in gender studies think that they want. But if you look, every feminist <coughs> I've ever talked to who is one of those third wave, fourth wave feminists, they're all so There's damn angry. Wave. Yes. Holy oh, shit. just wait. There's a fourth wave coming. They're so angry. And it's like... It, why are you so angry? They are always so incredibly angry. I don't think that this is what they want either. No. It's not because it's it's going against what women, what we are supposed to be just innately, what we are. It goes completely against it. Can I be That's a toxic why they're so mad. man right now? Please. And just say that God built us yes. a certain way. Yes. Like women fit right under our arm, mm-hmm. right against our chest, right near our heart. Right up in your armpits. Right, cool. like, mm-hmm. like a chicken with her hint, little chickies. Just right here. Nuzzled right on this in there. This is where our chicks tucked go. Tucked there, yeah. tucked in there. Yeah, protected place. Yeah. I don't, I've never really truly known a woman who didn't desire that. No. No, you, and, and you need and that's that why, balance. That's why I'm saying these I mean, women are so angry. I'm no, not talking about that to be is why, owned or, right. That's why they're so angry. Right. Yeah. Because they're going against <clears throat> what they truly, truly feel. So I found myself at a women's march found I'm sorry about that you just stumble outside yeah. into I, a women's exactly march that's exactly what happened like, wow Steve, that's exactly what happened I was right? there we it were happened. in grand junction colorado having breakfast walked out and 
we were suddenly in a women's march. And in Colorado, nonetheless. They were so pissed we off. We marched with them. We marched with them. I went, oh, I, I went bet you them. did, too. Uh, I bet you did. They were very angry. Uh, they they, weren't they live angry. <clears throat> I picked up a poster and walked. <laughs> what does your poster say? F Trump or something. <laughs> It was an anti-Trump rally is what it was. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. normally who the women are that are so bitter. These women mm-hmm. that have never dated, have never been in a serious relationship, don't know what it is to love somebody or to be loved. No, it's sad. I feel so- sorry for those women. Yeah. And Trump said... I felt sorry for them until they got real well, vicious yeah. and then I stopped. They started wearing vagina hats and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite article of clothing. Is it? <clears throat> you have a lot no. of those in your closet. But, I, but my thing is... I have a box full, actually. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked that. I have a box full. I believe you. Uh, for the longest time, I was wearing them out on stage when I'd go do live <laughs> shows. Right. And I would take them off and That's I would right. chuck it into the crowd. <clears throat> God, I can't get rid of this cough. Anyway, it's not COVID. COVID. It's not COVID, I swear. Uh, but but I, I, I don't know. It's almost like the, the racist game, right? Yes. Where, where you never meet a standard. Um, who was the dude the other day? Ibram Kendi, our friend. Yes. Uh-huh. Who said that if you deny being a racist, it just that proves just, you're more of a racist, right? right? Yeah. Yes. Which, you know, that's, you can apply that to a million other things and it doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. I think you retweeted that as well, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right so, so if you deny being racist. So, so if, if I deny being a toxic, masculine person, then that means I'm just being toxic. Yeah. Right? Yes. If I'm mansplaining or manspreading or whatever I may be doing, if I, if I grunt and, you know, burp and fart and scratch and do all those kind of things, I'm just, well, see, that's just proof you're toxic. No, mm-hmm. I'm just a dude. I'm a man. In my book that's coming out in August, I've got chapters about femininity and masculinity and the idea that toxic masculinity is an oxymoron. Yes. You're either masculine or you're toxic. Yes. They don't, you're not both, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If your true, true masculinity is not toxic. Um, but whenever we start being stupid adolescent boys again, and we all do that as grown men, that gets a little toxic because we shouldn't still act like 13-year-olds that have a Playboy hidden out in the bush with rain-soaked pages that we sneak out to go find. And that's what a lot of men do these days. They have that same mentality. Sure. We, we are the only culture, Western culture is the only culture that doesn't have a ceremony that calls their boys into manhood. Everybody else has that, whether it's a vision yeah. quest, a bar mitzvah, whatever it may be. Um, you, you sit around the tribal council, you're called into manhood. Uh, the, the Jewish circumcision mm-hmm. was a sign of the covenant, and, 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 a, and a, you're, you know, because the circle was the sign of the covenant, and circumcision is a circular cut. So whenever uh, the act of intercourse transpired between a Jewish man who had a sign of the covenant cut on his body and a Jewish woman whose vagina was a symbol of the covenant, they were passing a seed through those circles, and it was a giving birth to a child of the covenant. So, so all of these cultures have these, these things. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. So what we do is we just we grow up and we're, we're fully adult little boys is what we are. That's why we're never satisfied with a sexual partner. That's why, we, that's why we're promiscuous. That's why we don't understand the idea of covenant and marriage and those kind of things. And, and so I get why women can be a little pissed off. But the, but the idea that you don't want men to be men anymore is just absolute fallacy. In my opinion, and I think I'm right. Well, you, I mean, you are, but there are also a lot of other things that these women do, particularly to contribute to okay. that. 
that I want to talk about that in the okay. next segment. All right. Let's talk about women and what y'all do. Let's do it, Lisa. Like what I do out there. <laughs> Hey, wearing a face covering, physical distancing, and hand washing. These are things you should always discuss after talking about a circumcision. (laughs) Uh, Not the only ways that people can protect themselves from COVID-19. Eating a healthy diet is essential to building a strong immune system so that your body is less susceptible to infection. Uh, According to Carlin Rafey, a registered dietitian and professor at Virginia Tech's College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, uh, Field of Greens, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beets. Those beets are like a magic medicine, Sarah. I love beets. Do you? I do, actually. I take the, I, I take the field of greens. That's the only beets I have in my life. That's most people. I'm weird like that. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, it's like having a bunch of fresh fruits and vegetables in a jar. Additionally, field of greens can support heart health, your immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, digestion, plus it's pre and probiotic. It's good for everyone, old, young, even the athletes in your home. Put a scoop in a glass of water, stir it up, drink it, you're done. I want you to go to brickhousechad.com. Look at me, I'm losing weight. My I don't hus- know if you could pick it up on, on the TV or not. My husband does Brickhouse almost every night. Yeah, yeah. same as too. And it really is, it's delicious. It makes, it makes, it's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to brickhouse, uh, brickhousechad.com. Get 15% off your first order with promo code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. At checkout, this is the easiest and fastest way to start living a healthier life. It's available in multiple flavors. BrickHouseChad.com. Use promo code CHAD. Be right back. So what you're saying is women just drive dudes crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, sort so, of. So my they philosophy is problem, women yes. are crazy. All women are really? crazy. And men are stupid. All men the are whole, stupid. The whole Venus Mars thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just that's, that's my way of saying that. Women are crazy. They all, y'all have the crazy. It's the estrogen. Okay. It, it kind of makes you a little off. Yeah, I mean, if you, like, there are varying levels of that, sure. I, I can say three letters and prove my point. PMS. Okay crazy yeah that's fine listen if we're having a conversation where it's equal on the table and you're saying all men are varying degrees of stupid yeah and oh, all no, women are varying degrees of crazy yes but there's always that element and men are all stupid right in fact they say that whenever a man is sexually aroused his iq drops by 35 percent yeah that's why men do stupid totally things believe that that's why men do stupid things <laughs> I totally believe that. That's why that's why you wake up with a coyote ugly sometimes. <laughs> you know what you I go, mean? Oh, Ready to chew wow. your arm off, Steve? Uh. Steve, that's why we do dumb things. <laughs> well, but that's why the the first article that you read was so ridiculous. It's like uh, men don't think this deep. No. Right? No. About their no, they marriage. Don't. They no. don't think this We're still deep about, about it. the lid being up and down. Yes. No, what happens is us women, if we have an issue with our marriage, we go to our girlfriends, we get their advice, then we take it back to the husband. Like there, there is no, you can you, you really can't for, I think most women have a sit down conversation with your husband. If he honestly doesn't know what's going on, because you know, we are so emotional. We go through things. We overthink things a lot. I know I stress about the most ridiculous things. And I feel like if I, if, if my husband wasn't warned about that, he'd be like, what you are crazy. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You know? So I feel like at least with me, I talk it out with my girlfriend and then she gives me her advice. And then I go back and say, so 
even like to the d- down to like how I approach, what do I say? How do I bring it up? Like all of that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, you definitely don't want to be like this previous author. And then your girlfriend tells her husband and then her husband comes and talks to your husband. <laughs> oh, wow. Now like, that's, yeah, I'm not so you sure about this, that. You notice all that over Steve has been conspicuously silent uh, yeah. through this conversation. Yeah. And now he, he's finally decided to speak up on that because he's not wrong on that see it's i don't we don't do that no and in my house guys think, talk that deep like I'll they don't do no, have a conversation no, with a friend right it's not deep but it's you know <laughs> hey y'all heard y'all are having some trouble or no. really like, no oh, like don't. i will like Stu went to go down to florida for he was at super bowl down in miami right and he ran into his old friend and i'm like how's jason how are their kids how, so are they working are they gonna have another one he's like i don't know i'm like well how is katrina was she good i don't know well, di- like the, the the simple, the most simple, basic questions that you would expect so, a guy to ask, so they don't. Right. Wouldn't that's, what, that's how so you're So you're saying wired. this conversation happened when Stu went to the Super Bowl <laughs> with his buddy? What'd you say? No, I'm saying like I, if I ask him something about oh, his oh. friend or his friend's wife, After he doesn't he came know the back. details. Right. Came when he back. came back. Yeah. Because right. like I was going to ask how you knew what he talked about at the Super Bowl. You were about to prove Stu's <laughs> oh, point. Oh, yeah. No, I was just saying yeah. like when I, like that's how you, because you guys aren't wired like that. Like mm-hmm. I like a lot of details. I ask a lot of questions. When he goes out and sees his friend that he hasn't seen in a few months or even a couple years, he doesn't ask the basic questions like, yeah. how's the wife? Are they going to have another baby? Right. Where do they live? Are they, like all those questions we like to ask. Yeah. Got I say, hey, how are things going? Going great. Let's have another beer. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. It's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Well, I was getting more too to the, you know, what you said before the break, um, women contributing to that issue of, you know, men are toxic, you know, because they're simple and you know what? They like to be satisfied in the yeah. bedroom and all that. But yet we're empowering women and this day and age, empowering women means you're liberating them. They get to feel sexual all the time. They can have as many partners as they want and they can brag about it. And like, that's what's cool and trendy for women right now. That's how they're truly going to be liberated is by just throwing themselves at every guy that they see, yet men get criticized for being primal. Mm-hmm. Or accused it, too. It, right, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make any sense. Like if, the, if that is wrong, then we shouldn't be empowering women to go and do the same thing. It makes no sense. Yeah. Do you get mad if the seat gets left up? Um, I don't love it. I don't get mad. But I mean, I'm in, you know, you talked about all the women in your life. I'm just surrounded by, by men boys. and boys. So yeah. I like. You're used to it. Any bathroom I go into that my eight-year-old has been in, I'm probably going to sit with pee on the seat. Mm-hmm. So I, I just <laughs> that's just my down. life. Really? I'm at a point in life where it's just easier. <laughs> Lazy. Just fine. It's fine. You know what? I mean, I think uh, as a woman, I can say we probably just appreciate that. Do you, so there's a, here's an article that's just um, interesting. A Feminist Guide to Cooking. Oh, good What? Um, there's a book. Here's a cookbook. Whoever said dykes can't cook? Oh, okay. Um, just a glance at the history of the food industry suggests that feminists can't be blamed for these food trends. Fast food and convenience products actually emerged decades earlier. Can be linked to... I can't with this. No. I can't. Why? Food is food. In 1965, women spent over nine hours per week cooking compared to men's one hour in the kitchen. Um, well, guys then, are made for grilling outside, right? <coughs> Open fire, that kind of thing. It's guy stuff. Yeah. Hey, look at the last page of this. There's a feminist vegetarian critical theory called the sexual politics of meat. Yeah, and it's got a naked woman on it, which I couldn't even read the title because I just saw the naked woman. 
That's, that's kind of where I live. It's, it shows her ribs and her of uh, the fat back and the mm-hmm. and the tenderloin. Like she's cut up like a cow, like a piece of meat. Yeah, because that's what we are, Sarah. We're pieces <laughs> the sexual of meat. politics of meat. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Many second wave feminists recommended preparing food collectively. Um, look, I, I just let's just eat out. It's not. Yeah, it's not that serious. <clears throat> I don't care it's who's not cooking. not that serious. I mean, I, time like, to overthink this. I, I, like I was going to say, that's way overthinking everything. Dude, like, yeah, right? They're lonely. That's why. Very lonely yes. to sit here and write an article about feminist cooking. What a miserable life that must so be. sorry. That's sad, really. The other day, I spent 10 minutes hurling insults and verbal abuse at Siri. I oh, spoke I into my phone, Siri, you're ugly. She replied, I am. I said, Siri, you're fat. She replied, it must be all the chocolate. I felt mortified for both of us. Even though I know Siri has no feelings, I couldn't help apologizing. Don't worry, Siri. This is just research for an article I'm writing. She replied, what? Me worry? Hmm. So Alexa apparently is making us, and Siri is making us sexist. Um, because tech companies are using uh, female voices and research shows that, uh, that people prefer to hear it delivered in a female voice. Um, they prefer a male voice when it comes to authoritative safety. Are we paying, are, is our tax money paying for this shit? I know. Probably. I, I'm not sure, but I do have a female Australian accent on my phone, so. Yeah, I, love I have that a male accent. Aussie. Do you? Mm-hmm. You like that? I do. Yeah? Yeah. I do. Uh, I have a real live Aussie. I keep her in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy talking to her as well. And she, and she just tells me where to go. Yeah. Um, sometimes I put her in the trunk. Uh, <laughs> the companies design the assistants to be unfailing, upbeat, and polite, even in the face of harassment. You're harassing your phone at this point. Can we just, like, women have come so far, and we are so blessed to live in this country and do the things that we do and be so equal with men that this is what we're bitching about. Yeah. I mean, this aren't you a little flattered about. that they made Siri a female voice? I know, yeah, well, that, I'm just, just like, say. this is what we have left to complain about that uh, our our Alexa devices are making us sexist and <laughs> that we have cookbooks. And I mean, it's absolutely insane. It's I can't so wait ridiculous. To get, I can't wait to get to the next segment. But first... <laughs> Great news uh, about our friends at Patriot Mobile. They expanded their coverage dramatically. A lot of people ask me if it's good coverage. It's great coverage. Uh, And you need to get over there. You need to dump the big name carriers. Uh, They charge way too much, and then they donate the money you send them to leftist causes. I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile because they never sent a penny to the left. They will not silence you, and they are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the big providers, but charge way less. Uh, it's easy to switch. You can keep your phone number. You can bring your own phone. You can buy a new one. You can build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more. Go to patriotmobile.com slash chat or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders are going to save even more. This month, you get the premier activation for free. They're going to set the phone up for you, and they're going to give you a special gift with offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Chad or call 972-PATRIOT. Hang tight. It's about to get fun. Uh, 
uh feminists need to focus on educating men um nah i'm good um educating men about what i don't know but men aren't reading these articles uh and these people writing these articles ain't getting laid so um simple google search for how to fight sexism shows uh this phenomenon of positive do this advice for women and negative don't do this advice for men um sexism see it name it stop it oh gosh Uh, so exhausting and just just google andrew cuomo exactly um six ways to shut down sexist comments at work (laughs) i'd be screwed (laughs) (laughs) yeah this show wouldn't have even made it to stage 22 yeah like like i just i think of people as people right right that's that's my mindset and i probably should do better probably i don't know if i'm capable but i just see people as people like, I, mean, I don't disrespect you because you're a woman. I don't look down on you because you're a woman. So why, how, why do you need to do better? Well, I, I don't think Because he do. just looks down on everybody because they're not him. No, well, because, oh. he's just, because he's a comedian and he just yeah. is well, making jokes and people can't take a joke these days. Yeah. And That's I do make problem, jokes and yours. I make inappropriate jokes sometimes. Are jokes supposed to be, I mean. Right. They're not supposed to be appropriate <laughs> right. necessarily. But look, I make fun of myself first. Right. So if I can be self-deprecating, then I should be able to. But my thing is I like to see where people's edge is. Mm-hmm. Like, where's the cliff? <laughs> and then, I'll, and then I try to back just, off from that. Sometimes I go ahead and jump off, but that's, that's you just, just want, me. You just want to cozy up to the edge. Right. But okay. I see people as people. Like, I'm not making fun of you or right. criticizing you because of your femininity or your gender or anything else. Right. I mean, I, I, you should see some of my group texts with the guys. Like, we give each other a hard time. We go at it. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, we don't, but we don't sit there and go, oh, you're, you're objectifying me. Oh, right. You sent me a picture of that big black guy sitting on the edge of the bed with a wang hanging out. Oh, you're <laughs> Which, by the way, everyone's men. seen that, those fake links like, hey, I heard you're moving. Click on this link. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> which is, you know that, that guy died right? in 2009, by the way. It's, yeah. He, which is, <laughs> you Googled it. It's funny. Who is no. the, no, Who, wait, what? It's funny because you talk about objectifying, <clears throat> which Really, when a woman complains about being objectified, that's because they don't like whatever man is giving them the compliment. Right. right? Like it's sexual yeah. harassment if you don't find the man attractive. If right. you find the man attractive, he's just coming Flirt- on to you and flirting you, and you're you really like excited it. about yeah. it. Or they're not yeah. getting it and they're trying to defend somebody else that is or something. Right. Exactly. And I mean, it's just it's so subjective and ridiculous. How to explain feminism in terms simple enough for a child? Oh, no, thank you. Um, yeah, I'll pass. No, thank you. I'll pass. Yeah. Make a list of the benefits of feminism. Um, women can go to college. That's a revelation. Yeah. Uh, women have a right to choose if and when they will have children. Oh, don't get don't me started. Even. Uh, used to be common for women to write under pseudonyms or call themselves anonymous. Now they can use their real names. Women can have a credit card with their name on it. Or buy property under their name? I mean, uh, where have these people been living? Right. Women can be astronauts, architects, pilots, even the vice president of the United States. Wow. Holy smokes. Who wrote this? Man, it's like, I feel like, I feel like, um, I just woke up after a 20 yeah, year nap. Right. Whew. In the Catskill Mountains. Longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> just call me. We are woke. <laughs> so woke. So woke. Uh, how to explain what intersectional feminism is. Oh my God. I don't know what that is. And I, like, I don't understand some of these terms. And you're expecting a child to understand this? This is just as bad as the anti-racist baby book. It is. You're, really? I, I mean, mm. 
Okay. How to explain <clears throat> what a feminist is not. Mm. Um, it's often mistaken to mean anti-men, but this is inaccurate. <laughs> uh, not today. Today, that's exactly what it means. There yeah. is, I, I have to tell you, there is more toxic femininity in this world than there ever could ever be toxic masculinity for as much as they like to talk about that. Yeah. I can't think of anything more toxic than promoting, you know, the idea that women are empowered through killing their own children. Mm -hmm. God gave us the ability, the unique ability to bear children and they're supposed to be empowered. We're teaching children. We're teaching women that it's empowering for you to kill innocent yep. life yep. in your womb. Yep. I, what even comes close to being as toxic as that? And we want to talk about toxic masculinity. No. I'm going to educate you, Sarah. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. Candace has educated me. Okay. And I'm going to share with you the types of feminism and maybe you'll become woke. Oh, okay, right? please. Put the first one up there, Marcus. Womanism, a social and ecological change perspective that emerged out of Africana women's culture and women of color around the world. Don't know what I just read. What? What is that? What does it mean? I don't know what I just read. Uh, they just, that's because they just like threw a bunch of buzzwords together, yeah. mixed them up and. Well, it gets better. Women of color feminism. What they a, just. A form of feminism that <laughs> seeks to clarify and combat the unique struggles women of color face. But, it's a feminism that struggles against intersecting forms of oppression. But they just said the first one was women of col color, was addressing women Do of color. Do not get into the details. <laughs> Don't question, Sarah. Don't question Logic it. has no. no place in this conversation. Science, Sarah. Trans feminism, a movement by and for trans women, that's dudes, who view their liberation to be intrinsically linked to the liberation of all women and beyond. See, that right there, in my opinion, flies in the face of feminism yes. because you got a dude who I, thinks he's a woman. I thought we were celebrating women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Intersectional feminism. The understanding of how women's overlapping identities, including race, class, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, and disability status impact the way they experience oppression and discrimination. This is... It, well, how does it always come back to race when we're talking about gender? So it's, it's bad enough you got to be a woman. Mm -hmm. But you got to be a black woman. Yeah. They're the ones that call themselves queen. Candace. I don't get it. You can't make sense of it because You're it doesn't my queen. make sense. It doesn't make sense. Oh, jeez. Empowerment feminism. Empowerment feminism puts the emphasis on feeling. Though some feminists would argue feeling amazing is not a great gauge of how society is actually supporting your self-expression and flourishing. Oh, okay. Woo. We're okay. just pooling our ignorance so at this point. E right. So even if you feel like you're doing fine in life, they are here to tell you. You're not. You're not. You are oppressed. Yes. Uh, commodity feminism, a variety of feminism that co-ops the movement's ideals for profit. So if you get paid for showing your tits, that's, that's why I read that. Right. Yes. Well, why don't we, we should, we should zoom in Cardi B. She can give us a little lesson a little of, of how that works. A little water yeah, and power. A little, a little whap. Uh, Wrong ass Equity president. feminism focused on legal equality between men. I can't. Um. <laughs> I, I honestly How like, long have we freaking had that already? Yeah. It's, you I'm know, against suffrage. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So are we celebrating just women or pseudo women also? Or yeah, trans women, black women, no, queens pseudo, of the Ethiopians like Candice. Well, that covers it. I mean, it kind of you know, kind of like defeats the whole purpose of celebrating women if we're going to include biological men. Just saying. Yeah, right, right. I'm surrounded by strong women. You, you, Natalie, mm -hmm. Allison, everybody knows Allison, yeah. Candace, you name mm -hmm. it. 
these women you described in what y'all reading i don't know any of them i don't either i don't either well i I am lucky (laughs) i don't look at you as being inferior i don't look down on you i'm not condescending i don't think so no, we do things that you could never probably do. Yeah. You do things that we could never do. Yeah. Right. There's a there should be a mutual respect there for the science. Well, let me give you some vocabulary. And the innateness. I'm going to help you express yourself. Okay, great. Here's some vocabulary: benevolent sexism. Uh, when men say women are worthy of their protection off the sinking boat first, or that they're more nurturing than men, therefore should raise children, it's restrictive. Keep your damn ass on the Titanic, then. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> Go down with the ship. Uh, Misogynoir. Misogyny directed towards black women. Uh, I got a better word for that. That's just being an asshole. And I love how everything's like... Misogynoir? What's what's the misogyny directed towards white women? Right. Blanca. Why did they... Uh, Why do they get their own? Trans misogyny. Oh, oh my God. A blend of transphobia and misogyny, which manifests as discrimination against trans women and trans and gender non conforming oh, people on the feminine gosh. end of the gender spectrum. Jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, what was that one again? <sighs> trans misogyny. Uh, TERF is an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminists referring to feminists who That's are transphobic. Right. Wow. I mean, who's putting this shit out? So they, what they're teaching in public what schools. And shit? Like, so basically, Listen. so basically, these are these are women who believe in science. Yeah, right. These are women. I mean, who these in are science. the people who voted for uh, uh, for Bruce Jenner to be Woman of the Year. Well, no, the turf ones. The they turf are, those one, are my yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Swerf. <laughs> Sex worker exclusionary radical feminist referring to feminists who say prostitution oppresses women. So you, if you, you got to let them be whores. Right. Uh, it's liberating. I am so not winning this next election. Uh, male gaze, <laughs> a way of looking at the world through a masculine lens that views women as sexual objects. <laughs> uh, bro-propriating. I love this. Got to hurry. A way of looking at the world through masculine lens that views women as sexual objects. Manterrupting. When a man interrupts a woman. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm guilty. Hey. I deal with that I'm all guilty. the time. Woke misogynist, the guy who acts like he's all about gender equality. See, you can't win. No. You can't win. No. Hang tight. There's a couple more. They got a label for you. Emosogynist. <laughs> Emosogynist. He's emotional, full of angst, and seems like a feminist. Wow. But what he really wants is a real-life manic pixie dream girl to manipulate and eventually discard after he finds himself. What? Wow. That's deep. Uh, A wimpster. (laughs) A white, wimpy emo guy who uses male insecurity to prey on women who who want to nurture. Why has he got to be white? On women who want to nurture. Why has he got to be white? Why has he got to be white? We're making up shit at this point. (laughs) Yeah. We're making up holidays. I mean, feminazi. God bless you, Rush Limbaugh. A derogatory term for radical feminists. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're screwed. We're all screwed. Great. Still got a wiener. Hey, y'all know what tomorrow is? Hmm. International makeup a holiday. <laughs> Love it. When do we get a day off for International Women's Day? <clears throat> 
Y'all already don't make it the same amount of money as us. You might as well take the day off. Oh, don't, you can't get me started on that, <laughs> Chad. I know, right? <laughs> Go to watchchad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. Uh, come to check us out at a show coming up. we got a few coming up in Texas. Then we're going to be in Memphis, Tennessee on April 1st. We're going to be in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas on the 2nd of April. And then we're going to be in uh, El Dorado, Arkansas on the 3rd. Round Top, Texas, uh, the Ragamuffins. We had, a, we had a Ragamuffin show the other night in Burleson, Texas. We're going to be in Round Top on the 26th of March at Zap Hall, so come check us out. It's, we're famous. It's good stuff. I love the name. Sarah, thanks for hanging out. I want yeah. you back tomorrow night. We're okay. going to get into this whole vaccination issue, all right, with a special guest. I love y'all. God bless you. We will talk to you tomorrow night. Bye.